Welcome to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Now, here's your host, Johnny Radio himself, John Harden. When you hear the sound of coming, hear the drums drumming, I want you to join. Yo, welcome to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Bryant Dacus is in the house, and we very, very, very busy, man. We got a little Tiger basketball action tonight on the road at Mizzou. I'm a little fired up for this bad boy. Uh, I like the points. Can you believe it? Missouri, a five-point favor over the Tigers? What? 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 I don't think so. five now? It was five yesterday when I took them. I got it in my, I got it already in my little account. Really? Thanks. I'm sorry. I know this is probably not a question I should ask, but where did you find five at? I got BetMGM. You can ask it. I don't care. Oh, I can't. I can't get on BetMGM. Why? What'd you do? I accidentally signed up th- uh, in Louisiana. And well, so you can just switch it. It won't let me. I got an account in Louisiana when I went to New Orleans. I have account no, 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 in Louisiana. I in Louisiana is the problem. Oh, you signed up for the wrong account. Yes. Oh, interesting. I would have to like, call them and so I'm not doing that. Oh, so it would be too painful. I'm just lazy, John. Well, at least you're honest. I appreciate that because I'll be talking about your lazy generation here in a little bit. Because <laughs> we're going to talk a little Lane Kiffin about how easy he went on this young man and how this young man. We'll just get into all that a little bit later. But again, we have a big game at 8 o'clock. I am uh, extremely excited about the Memphis Tigers. It's a big, game big tonight, game, man. Yes, there's some great there's some great hoops action tonight uh, all across the dead gum land. But um, also, heck, the Grizzlies are in action you excited about that? Uh, sure, John. Sure, John. I mean, they play the Jazz. They're a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Ooh, wait. Are they really? Memphis is now getting only two-and-a-half. Wow. Yeah, John, I've only seen it at two-and-a-half. I'm just Let surprised. Me, maybe I was drunk because I'm, I am going to open this bad boy <laughs> up. I mean, if you did, uh, congratulations because nobody's getting that now. Hold on. Let me open it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I got plus four and a half minus one oh five. That's incredible. That is incredible, John. Yeah, and it's also minus one oh five. Exactly. That's incredible. It is incredible, man. Last night though, we saw some incredible action again. We're gonna talk some tiger basketball today. We got Jay Ham, the historian, coming on at eleven thirty. We've got bets, bro. You know this is a huge, it's huge, huge weekend. In college football, I mean, we got two top ten matchups. I can't wait to see Michigan and Penn State. And, of course, Ole Miss at Georgia, too. I mean, like, these games are massive. I can't wait. I got already money. I got a nice little parlay already out from earlier in the week. Man, I think Oregon's going to wax you with USC. We got a lot of games to talk about with Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. 12 o'clock, the one place you have to be is at least listening to this show because Lee Sterling has been killing it this year. Um, you need to get his picks. I'm telling you, I'm living a little comfortable. Went down to I went to Red Rocks, Florida, and basically Lee paid for all these things. So I'm telling you, you need to hop on board while you can, but uh, he'll be on at 12 o'clock. He'll give you an opportunity to get a free play, and we'll break down five football games, some NFL, and a lot of college. So make sure you tune in for that. 12.30, we just have fun. 
We have T Money and Uncle Brasky. By the way, T Money went two and zero last week. Can you believe it? How about that? What a weekend! But he also picked two games that I thought were really interesting and good and safe. And um, we'll get to that. But uh, they're a lot of fun. So at twelve thirty, we'll do that. We'll sneak in some crazy stories from Hardenwood. Like, have you heard about the conspiracy with Aaron Rodgers? No. Um, you know uh, what's his name? Stu Gotts, and he's on what show? Dan Lebetard. Yes. Thank that's you. Correct. Man, I had to like I had to dig deep. Okay, I sometimes I have to dig deep for these. Um, so have you heard about them saying that, you know, Stu Gotts basically said that he thinks Aaron Rodgers, the conspiracy that he's come up with is that Aaron Rodgers is faking his injury. Like he's, he is injured, but it's, he's exaggerating it to an extreme degree. Such a Stu Gotts thing to say. And that he doesn't believe in any way, no form, no fashion, that he's actually torn his Achilles because he's out there 57 days later throwing 55-yard passes, walking around the sideline with no limp. Um, he's going to be hilarious. watching Kirk Cousins and and all this stuff. And now Dan Lebitard went out there and says he's tried to get Aaron Rodgers on the show because he wants to debate him and he wants him to bring his doctors because he doesn't believe his doctors. <laughs> he thinks his doctors are BS. It's also such a Dan Lebitard thing to say. Also, it kind of goes in with what he was saying. He tied it into how he's very – um like, you know, he's anti-medical right now. You know, the whole COVID situation, sure. he was about that. Um, he likes mushrooms and stuff like that. He kind of likes thumbing his nose and being different. And another way to be different is to heal better. Remember when he says, I'm not a normal person. I'm a professional athlete. My body's my money. And I mean, I'm, I'm by the way, this is not an exact quote. I'm paraphrasing. He's just like, you know, uh, we, we heal faster than others guess we'll find out but i thought that was absolutely fascinating you didn't you didn't find that interesting in any way interesting no i didn't say that i, I thought it was, I was a just great you take. talk oh no and no, i was just i thought you were over there shaking your head like no this no, is no, just no. i i'm la- i love i love that show it's a great show um and so that just sounds like exactly something they would say so it doesn't surprise me that either one of them said what they said uh, maybe that's why, because that that just sounds like. Okay, it. so you're just kind of giggling about them. Yeah, I was like, man, funny. you're making me no, feel no, dumb no, over no, here, no, homie. No, no, no. Look, you're giving it's me a hilarious. complex. No, um, but we also got to talk about football. How did your night go? Woo! I'm so glad uh, that I bought the Bears down to minus uh, two and a half. I, was, I didn't know what you're talking about because I was like, man, like laying three and a half, laying three night. and a half, laying three and a half just does not feel good, and it does not feel right. Went ahead, I took a minus two and a half. When they uh, returned, uh, what was it, the punt or the kick for a touchdown, Carolina goes up. I was a little bit nervous, but then I also watched, started watching Bryce Young play football, and I realized, my goodness, Carolina moved up in last year's draft. The Bears own Carolina's first pick this year. The Panthers have almost have a 38% chance of being the number one overall pick. The Bears have a 2%, giving the Bears a 40% chance to have the number one overall pick. And they will have two first-round picks this year. Um, the Bears could go out there and make a big difference. But the Panthers, going out there and using a first-round pick on somebody as small as Bryce Young was insane. I mean, Doug Flutie was an exception. He also was not a first-round pick. He was a better athlete, to be honest with you. Kyler Murray, he's a freak athlete. The dude looks like, uh, what is it, the Minnie Mouse guy, Super Mouse, Mighty Mouse. There you go. 
He's like Mighty Mouse. He's small. He runs around like, like a crazy little person, and he throws a beautiful ball. He's extremely fast. Bryce Young is a great athlete. My man mentally is sharp as can be, but he's still 5'10", 180 pounds, not an exceptional athlete. There were like there were times last night, especially on the last drive on the fourth downs when he found the guy that he needed to find until he didn't. And the reason he had a bad read on that last play is because he couldn't see over his offensive line. He literally could not see. He basically threw it in there blind to a spot where he knew he was going to be. He even said it was on him. No, it's 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 on unfortunately your limitations physically. Cause you are five ten. There's not a lot of windows when you're 5'10". And it's not like you can't tell this. I mean, this young kid, he is he's awesome. Maybe he'll be good, but do you think he'll ever play 17 games in a season? Mm, probably not. In an entire season, you think he can actually get through an entire 17 games? I don't know, but I'm not here to pile on Bryce Young. I'm here more to pile on the Panthers organization. You got quarterbacks coming out of the Wazoo this year. And they move up, and again, I said this last year, me and Gabe got into this. He loved Bryce Young. I told him he's too small. Gabe was like, what is it you have against little quarterbacks? Well, it's a violent game. And I know people say, oh, well, you can't even touch him anymore. Bro, they get touched. It ain't like the days when Dan Marino was back there and John Elway and Phil Sims or, you know, golly, I've seen some quarterbacks. Steve Young getting lit up like a Christmas tree. The times are different. Yeah, you just can't just smash them. But, man, these dudes get thrown around by some really big human beings. And I just don't think Bryce Young's going to be durable enough. And you look at the B-agent. B-agent? My man, you know what? You know what? He didn't play at Alabama. He he came from, I said it yesterday. Shepherd University. Thank you for having a better memory than I do. Um. And he wasn't even drafted. But you know what? It, he has a whole lot of starts at the position. Have you noticed he's kind of a big dude? He played pretty yeah. decent. His I dad mean, was at the game last night. His dad's always at the games, man. He's the arm wrestling champion of the world. Sure is. Dude's yoked. Dude's got some big arms. But Bajan, you know, he just did what he had to do. They ran the football. They played good defense. I'm not saying that he's going to be some world beater. But it's pretty sad when he's as effective as the number one overall pick. And again, the number one overall pick, if he was six foot two and 220 pounds, he'd be a hell of a lot. Of, it, I, I could, he would, he'd be amazing because mentally, I mean, he's a great person. He's, he's like mentally, he's sharp as, as attack. He reads defenses, but you can't see, if you can't see, you can't read what you can't see. And if you can't stay on the field, you also can't read because you're on the sideline because you're banged up. I just can't believe the organization used the number one overall pick when Bryce Young, somebody that small, who had to literally break every single football norm to be a successful first-round pick, to be a successful first overall pick. But it is what it is, and C.J. Stroud's tearing things up. And last night also, I got to say, the 59-yard field goal attempt. Did you uh in Chicago with Eddie Pinheiro? Um, did you think like I wasn't even worried at all? Now, did it come like what five feet short? It was also like a foot left. 
Like there was only a 20% chance he's going to make that kick. You don't think that – I mean, you don't trust your first-round pick. I mean, 10 yards I know is fourth and 10. But also your play calling, if you're thinking about kicking a 59-yard field goal, how about you make sure on first or second down you pick up at least five or six yards? Yeah. Like that was – I don't know. I just felt like Frank Wright had a very bad – like the, he called a bad game. I think Bryce Young executed bad. I don't. I, and I also think that offensive line is just terrible. The running attack – Chuba Hubbard didn't have a lane. Blackshear couldn't do Jack Sandman. That offensive line is terrible. And Bryce Young will never survive throwing 38 times a game. He takes way too many hits. My man was only sacked three times last night, I believe. But, yeah, three times. But man, he he was knocked down many many times, and again, uh, just that just is ignorant. But Chicago Bears, congratulations! You're three and seven. You have Carolina's number one overall pick, and they're one and eight, and they are likely to get it with the way this team plays. Now, tell me, you watched the Virginia Louisville game? Uh, no. That was no chance. Holy cow! You missed a hell of a second half. I mean. I didn't watch much in the first half. I kind of flipped back I and actually, forth. Actually, in the opposite, I watched a lot of the first half, and I didn't watch the second of the second well, half. Well, I get it, because it was 14 nothing at halftime. Um, I'm paying attention to the Prime, which drives me crazy. I have to get two televisions in the damn living room, because Prime, you can't just you like... like an iPad or a, or a laptop or something, and you can... Then I have to... Man, you know what? That's there. a really good point. That is... You know what? You make good points. Thank you. I, I mean, I... Most nights, John, I have four games on my computer, one on the television. The good thing, these flat screens are lighter light as can be. That is true. And they're, they're, they're cheap, John. You yeah. Can, you can like, yeah, they really right are. Now. They really are. But, um... The, the Virginia-Louisville game in the second half, I was going bananas. I mean, Louisville has everything in front of them. I mean, they are they're having a hell of a year, 9-1 on the season. Um, it was the, This game was awesome because, dude, in the third quarter, it's 14 to nothing, and all of a sudden the little freshman quarterback, Cal, uh, what is his name, Calendre, something like that, Calendre. This dude's yeah. a little freshman. This kid's a little baller. Running around there, undersized, sticks in the pocket, was throwing BBs all over the yard, was using his legs. Um, and all of a sudden, you have some crazy stuff happen where, you know, a player got him, like injured really bad, yeah, by the bad. way. Uh, Paris Jones, the running back, runs around on a sweep. Uh, no, no, getting a swing pass. It was, by the way, this is something that I'm, I'm going to get off, get back to the subject. But man, coaching has got to get better in college football. But it's for, it's third down and 27 from the 50. Virginia throws a swing pass. It's 14-14. My man Paris Jones gets lit up like a Christmas tree. Accidental head-to-head collision. It was bad. They were they were on the field with the medical staff for 15, 20 minutes. It was it was a scary situation. But he fumbled the ball when he hit because he basically was not completely unconscious. Ball goes out. And it was picked up by uh, Malik Washington, who goes 58 yards down the field or whatever, 50 yards, 48 yards down the field, and gets a touchdown. It's 21-14. to 14. Papa John Stadium's freaking out. In their glow-in-the-dark jerseys. Louisville is freaking out. And I'm sitting there going, oh my goodness. And you're freaking out. Louisville, and I'm set alert. Set alert. And then I just started thinking about it. I'm like, man, Louisville is not going to lose this game. 
So when it went all the way, you know, to where Louisville was plus 35, yeah, I took it. And um, they came back and won the game 31-24. But it was was crazy. And it just also, like, Louisville almost, like, they did almost everything they could to throw that game away last night. And Jack Plummer, cute little quarterback, he's not elite by any means. Like the fact that Louisville is nine and one is a damn miracle. Sure is. Like I haven't, I still don't understand their offense was not very good last night. Their defense kept them in them, but man, Virginia for a minute had them on the ropes. But they came back and did what they had to do. Got that big touchdown pass from uh, Jack Plummer, by the way, and I uh, went to uh, that Jurandino guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. My goodness, bomb touchdown. They win the game. They move on. Uh, and Louisville's got it, like you said, everything in front of them. Going to be playing Florida State in the ACC championship game. Huh. Have fun with that, Louisville. Well, they got Miami actually next week, and they have Kentucky in the last game of the year. How crazy would they if they played in that ACC championship game and Kentucky waxes them? <laughs> I guess Florida State would be feeling pretty good. Yeah, they would be. Um, yeah, they w- they they definitely would be. And the other thing is, is us in hoops. You watched college hoops last night? I watched a ton of college hoops last night. Dude, what's going on with James Madison? They're a good team. Um, I they, they had some good additions in the off season. Um, I I didn't think they were going to be good enough to go beat Michigan State uh, first game, but I wasn't surprised um, with what they did. Now I was surprised. What was it like five points in two seconds or whatever last night to force it was overtime in five point like eight seconds? Yeah, they scored team, five points to to tie the Golden yeah. Flash Kent State force overtime. It was crazy. Then. It went to a second uh-huh. overtime, and in the second overtime, they pulled away and won one thirteen to one hundred eight. This team is undefeated in basketball. It's beat Kent State, the Golden Flash. It's beaten yeah. Michigan State, and now <laughs> not to mention what they're doing on the football. The field. football team is undefeated. <laughs> and do you know what's so sad about this? Right now, they're appealing to the NCAA. Do you know that James Madison can go undefeated this year? They're ranked in the top twenty-five, yeah. and they can't play in a bowl game. Well, now, if there's not enough bowl-eligible teams, they can. Oh, oh, if there's not enough bowl-eligible teams, BS. And right now, it's looking like there's not going to be. If you move up in a conference, why are you penalizing the kids who are moving up to help take your program to the next step? And you're saying that, hey, you get to play these guys. But if you go and win six games, you don't get to have a bowl game. Hell, this is even worse because James Madison, like right now, do you know where they're ranked? Uh, 21? They are 21 in the country, according to the AP, 21. at 9-0. and 0. Now, the sad thing Your is... Your team made a lot of money on James Madison this year. Oh, gosh, have you? <laughs> yeah. Damn, how did you know? Because they were good last year, and they were good in FCS. I mean, why is, is everybody it, sleeping on this team? This team's I, been good. Hey, I, I Got a great I, coach. Bro, I'm telling you, I wish that I would, you would have like shared this with me, because this is crazy, but this team, like right now, their whole school's got to be freaking out. Yeah, I mean, like what a better time right now? The, you know that the the kids that you know throw a little coin on the uh-huh. on the games. You got some of them dorms and some of the oh, fraternities man. that are like these dudes are living large. Oh man, because they're covering and winning machines. Yeah, no, they're they're a good team. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's wild. But we uh, also got to talk some uh, NBA basketball with Jay Ham on the other side. We got the Tigers tonight. We got the Grizzlies tonight. Tournament tonight, John. Have you seen the court? Um, the Grizzlies one? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it personally, but I've seen it on the X. Seen pictures? Yeah, people were uh, posting pictures this morning. The media got their first look of it, actually, like, you know, laid out for shoot-around. 
Do you like it? No, I don't like any of them. Um, yeah, they're... the Grizzlies isn't bad. In terms, of if I'm like comparing them to each other, the Grizzlies isn't bad. John, what I wish they would have done is if they wanted to be different and have different courts for the play-in tournament, they should have given every team an opportunity to customize their own court. And if they didn't want to customize their own court, give them this, you know, bland whatever. And but like the Grizzlies could have done like, like a really idea. cool like Memphis-centric concept for their court. And I think that would have been really cool. You could have still put the man trophy NBA on the first. this boy. He's got some ideas. Got an imagination, John. Not bad. Would you watch Disney or something as a kid? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or uh, what, what? What's the? Is, is that the one that like his imagination is? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. Or you know what? You got Baby Einstein as a child, didn't you? Uh, no, you don't, don't know what Baby Einstein I don't is. Think so no. Yeah. Must well, have missed that it one. It was, I guess, something when I was a parent. <laughs> you like buy your baby these things and you play them in their bed and it's supposed to make them little geniuses. Well, if I there have baby one, Einstein, certainly baby didn't work Mozart, for me. Baby Bach. I know uh, other people out there have to remember this huh. stuff. Hey, one of one of my kids actually is a genius, and the other ones, a, you know, a cheerleaders. You know, so I, guess I don't think I played it for Savannah. I'm I sorry, see. it's my fault. Wow, so maybe it did work. How about I only that? played the baby little baby geniuses with right. Rio, and now she's the genius. How about I that? I kind of like the way it worked out, though. You know, I always wanted so. an SEC athlete in the family. Now you got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, speaking of SEC football, Georgia Ole Miss play. Of course, it's down in Athens, not in the Grove. But man, when everybody goes to the Grove. They always want to show their best. That's the one college football, like every single Saturday that they have a football game in Oxford, everybody comes decked out. Like they put on their best. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about not like their Sunday best where they're all looking like very conservative. I'm talking about their Saturday night. I'm going out with my girls. I'm going out to a Thursday night, ladies night. I'm talking about that best. And if you want to look good, because the new, the new, um, one of the fashions is is the skirt and the and the cowboy boots. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. I know I do. And I have to say I love the fashion today. Y'all's fashion is ridiculous. And if you want to look fashionable, you just head to 5880 Goodman Road down in Olive Branch. Go to Frontier Western Store. You can get the boots. And by the way, ladies, it's not just for you. Dudes. Dudes. They got cowboy boots. They got western boots. They got work boots. They got every kind of boots you need. Plus, they have just a large uh, shoe selection. They can dress you from head to toe. They got hats. They got cowboy hats. They got ball caps. They got jeans. They got all the fall fashions. Ladies Boutique, Children's Department, and a men's section at Frontier Western Store. Shop online also at FrontierWesternStore.com. Talking a little NBA on the other side with Jay Ham Sports 56, 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports56WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports56WHBQ. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke, he's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back. Welcome back to a Little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio. Hanging out with Brian Dacus. And you know it's uh, 11.30 on a Friday, so Jay Ham, the historian, is in the house. What's up, Baker's man? I got no quizzes today. I got none of the fun stuff. 
I am gonna bake some cookies when I leave here, though. Man. You mentioned baking, so it's been a while. Wait. Man, how'd they find your cookies? Uh, kind of rough. Yeah, okay, we're good. Don't let them find them. Just share them with me. I mean, yeah. You know, we'll make it work. We're meant friends. Friends, it's like, uh, what is it? Bros before. Never mind, I can't say right, that. Right, we, we won't go there with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, but you know what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just share with me because I'm selfish. By the way, speaking of um, selfish, I wouldn't call this player selfish by any means. Giannis, though, 54 points, 12 boards. But it wasn't enough last night. And he took over and he did everything. But in that final little burst, that final like three minutes of the ball game, he can't do everything by himself. Right. When you dribble into a triple team, hell yeah, you're going to turn the ball over. Yeah. And again, also, so, like there was a couple times where he pulled up and I felt like he could have get to the rack because he hates getting fouled and going to the free throw line. Yes, Giannis is one of the greatest basketball players in the world. But he does need a lot of help. I mean, Halliburton and the Pacers, they they stole that one from him. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we still have... Literally stole it from Giannis and then went down and hit a three. There you go. I think we have an issue where it's still a little chemistry in terms of the defensive strategy. New coach, mm-hmm. new star in Dame, new... Everything else is still kind of the core, but and Dame didn't play last night. And Dame didn't play last night. This is true. But with the other, I think wins that game. But when they put it just in his hands, absolutely, that's actually what Dame is there for. I think. Oh, by the way, he also made nineteen and twenty-five buckets. Like there was a stretch where he didn't miss a shot. I mean, he was just on freaking mm-hmm. fire. And by the way, he also hit 16 to 18 free throws. So he, maybe he got through that. I'm saying this man was playing a great game, but he couldn't find the bottom of the net in the final three minutes. I think with Giannis, my theory, just in the NBA and basketball in general, where once upon a time it was pretty much viewed as a big man's game, big man's league, but all of those elite big men that we revere, they had great guards too. Yeah, they did. So it's one of those deals to where when the guard play take care of itself, it makes it easier for Giannis to go do Giannis. With Dame not there last night was kind of a piece of evidence because that's like you said, that's a prime game for Dame to take over with his offense. Credit to the Indiana Pacers as well, though. You know, it's a young group. They got a lot of young hitters over there, you know, and the point guard's a bona fide star, in my opinion. You know, it's just, it's a matter of, so much of this is like the early season reactions to stuff, and it's like, it's still November. We ain't even got to Thanksgiving, but it's a lot of deep dive analysis with (laughs) short, short, pretty much bodies of work. In theories already, but it's like it's even like we'll be walking, like we're saying, it's like he needs that help. He's got the help there. He's got enough, you know, suffice amount of help there. I guess what it is is, you know, okay, so four minutes left. Or so it's 117, 113. They have the basketball. The finals, 124, 126. Two offensive fouls by Giannis, a turnover, 
uh, bricking it. Late game stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about, the late game. He can go coast to coast. When he's going downhill, you can't stop this man. And you don't have that but you continuity. Know what? In the final three minutes of a basketball game, everything's tighter. The defense is there. And you got to sometimes be aware of your teammates. He needs to. Mm. I mean, he wasn't. It's not like he's some great passer. He needs to work on that part. And I think that'll come together more as we get through the season because we got to remember they got a new head coach, too. That's true. So it's coaching matters in the NBA, but it doesn't matter in the way that I think people think it matters. I think people kind of look at it as like a manipulation or run this or like some elaborate stuff that they can run. And it's like nothing really is run in an elaborate fashion in the NBA. Everybody's running the same quick hit stuff. It's a copycat league in that matter, and your talent is where you win, you know, just on a general basis. But getting that cohesion in those late-game situations really is definitely comes down with the coaching as well, more so than anything. Adrian Griffin's going to do fine. I just didn't see – I guess what it is is I didn't see them really run a play. It was clear out. Giannis is taking it to the rack, and you got. I mean, you can do that, but if they got a personnel to scheme around it and to converge and get the ball out of his hands, they did it. You know, some teams do. Some team Phoenix didn't have an answer for that, but then Phoenix also in the finals that year they didn't have an answer for that, but they also had to account for Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton. They had to account for dudes who were all-stars or have been all-stars in one point or another, if not current, and still account for that. And then you still got the dudes that do the dirty work, the Bobby Portises, the P.J. Tucker when he was on that team, mm-hmm. Brooke Lopez and all what he does inside and outside on both ends. Like Giannis's pass to Lopez last night where he threw it over his damn head by three feet. I was like, damn, bro. And this is the other thing. They had 14 turnovers last night. Did you know that? Mm. Did you know Giannis had eight of them? Yeah. I mean, I know he's He's got trying to, to make plays. He's, he's taking chances. To try, and that's the risk that you pretty much take with that. This Boy, is why the guard Dame, is important. Is, I was going to say that. Like, they look so <laughs> – like, when when Dame and him are together, and you got Middleton out there hitting threes and Big Lopez down there doing his thing, Yeah, it is so much different than when Giannis doesn't have that other basically dude who can put the ball in his hand. When he has the strap too much on his back. I mean, campaign can't do it. Let's be real with it, Joe. The campaign starting point guard in that game, look, he looked like he didn't belong. But has had a very nice career. Shout out to Cam. He's a local kid. We got to give him love. Oh, you're right. I feel bad about that now. <laughs> I just, I, you know what? It's I'm, I'm just yeah, Lausanne. You're right. Yeah, Sorry, you're saying, Murray Cam, State Cam's a local kid, kid man. We got to give we got to give him some love, you know. But he, um, just in general, though, like. In terms of carrying, the only one that we've really seen to like really do it in Man, a Herculean fashion. This is something that's re- the only one we see do it in a Herculean fashion, and he's still sub five hundred in the finals doing it. Is LeBron? Nobody else. Nobody else has done what LeBron has done in the modern era of NBA. Probably not before that either. And war is long. I mean, he's got two squads that he's got to the finals that had no business being in the finals a decade apart. They weren't nowhere near close. He did it when he was young. He did it when he was OG. <laughs> I'll give you that. I ain't going to argue And so that. it's like we can't, we can't compare it with Michael. We can't compare it with anybody. Modern day. So it's like what you're saying about Giannis is completely correct, and it should be that way. 
I mean, LeBron, though, is, I mean, was, was such an amazing passer. His game is very complete, except for he doesn't, he really can't shoot the ball. We're saying it about Giannis now. We're, people have been saying it about Kevin Durant. Well, he needs his own team. This is, we holding these dudes to a standard that only LeBron has met. He never met that Mike, Mike standard in my eyes, though. <laughs> By the way, I will give you a stat that uh, I thought was pretty impressive. You're the historian. Most career games with 50 points and 10 rebounds. Who do you think has the most? That's Will. Man, surprisingly. this is. Oh, wait, this is... Um, no, that, that's not. not a Wilt record because I know Wilt got more records than anybody. He does, but this is from 1976 <laughs> to 77. He was, was he prior to the merger? That is the merger. That is the merger that year, I'm saying. 76, could, 77. Yeah, that did is he played a lot of times before the merger. So this is only from the merger. For and his story, you know, for the, for the people out there, especially when you're talking 70s NBA, no repeat champion. The only decade with no repeat champion. And I think a large part of why is because you had an ABA. Had a lot of talent dispersed everywhere. And then once they merged, it kind of came back. And then you kind of saw the league go back into dynasty mode. Then that's when here come Bird and Magic and the whole crew. And here we go. Modern era. Most career games with 50 points, 10 rebounds. My kinfolk, James Harden I can Michael J- it, and Michael Jordan, both with eight. I can believe it. Can you believe that? Yeah. And you know who's second? Giannis with Giannis. seven already. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying Giannis don't get it done. Where is AD on that list? I'm just, yeah, well, I guess I'm proving your point. <laughs> AD doesn't even play, man. What are you talking but, about? But AD was in the same position Giannis was in in New Orleans. Without those here, he had Drew Holiday for a short period. But other than that, he lost Boogie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boogie towards Achilles. He had Drew Holiday when he lost Boogie, though. Imagine if they had Boogie. If they if boogie and tears Achilles, it's a different look for AD in New Orleans. Just the New Orleans alone, that's a totally different look. You know what we call these dudes, John? They they get buckets, it can score the tough, you know, make the tough shots. And, call him Carmelo. No, <laughs> he would fit into the equation. But ninety four feet of life, we refer to that as mid. They're mid-grade, mid-grade, mid-tier, mid-whatever. But mids, it's like you can premium get these alcohol, buckets. Alcohol, but not but ultra it premium. Does, but it doesn't go into like that level of team success. Michael Jordan, pre-Scotty and Mike, uh, pre-Scotty and Horace. He was a baby. He was mid. He was not mid. He was averaging 30, and, they, was was, also, and they were winning 30 games. That's he was mid. also a baby. <laughs> We give him the 30, the 30 at night. I mean, this same dude averaged 37 on 12 made threes mm-hmm. in a season. The only That's other insane. dude to score 3,000 total points in the season is Wilt. Mike did it in 87. But it's been first round exit. 30 plus like win team. <laughs> That that's looting in a ride situation. You got to eat. It's a ride going on. You're going to go loot. Mike's like that green crack. If you don't know what that is, I know what it's it is. Good. <laughs> it's real good. Oh my goodness! All right, before the wheels fall off, um, I got to also get to another thing. Um, watching Tyrese Maxey play point guard for the Seventy Sixers, like I get everything Daryl Morey did because one, they're playing at a better pace. Nick Nurse hasn't playing getting up and down the court faster right now. 
He's just a better fit with that team. He's feeding the ball to Joel Embiid. He's having a great season. He don't have an this, agenda. This, yeah, this. Let me just tell you something. This Seventy Sixers team is better than last year's Seventy Sixers yeah, team. And you got. And I hate to say it because when my kinfolk leaves, they get a lot better. It ain't just him, though. Nick I love Doc. R- I love Doc Rivers, but it was time for Doc to move on too. They needed a new voice. In that in that organization, and they got one of the best ones with that mad scientist that they hired, mm-hmm. and Nick Nurse. This dude, Nick Nick is like Stan Van Gundy level prepared, you know, to where it's just overly tedious about everything. But he's got he's willing to try stuff. That's you what think I like. He's crazy about enough me. to jump down and hold on to Patrick Ewing when they're about to fight Alonzo Mourning? No, I don't think he. Is. Yeah, it's only a thing that Gundy would do. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. I need to read up on that. Wait, one. wait, you remember when it? Yeah, when during the finals or whatever, and they kind of okay, fight. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. he was coaching. <laughs> you remember that? I, now, now he remembers. Now he's coming back. back. He right. saw his little self getting dragged around. The, like he looked like he was a mom. Right. Hey, if that's what it takes. If he had a head full of hair. He would have cleaned up the court. I mean, we lost Bob Knight last week, right? Yep. Bob Knight was about that gangster action, like. So it's just one of those things, though, man. But uh, with with the Sixers, they just needed that that breath of fresh air, and I think they're gonna be solid. Man, I'll tell you one thing: that was impressive the way they uh, beat the Celtics the other night. But again, they're gonna be solid too. Like they they are gonna be solid. I'm not worried about the Celtics. Celtics five and two, having a damn. I mean, they're they're the Eastern Conference in the last, I say, five years has been different than it's been throughout my lifetime as a Hoop fan. It used to pretty much be, be like top-heavy, one team, maybe two, in the East. And that that was, Atlantic division is heavy. Uh, you know, it'd be, in the early 80s, it's Boston, Philly, Milwaukee. Then Detroit come along after the other two kind of fade off. Then here come the Bulls, and it's just kind of those one or two. Now you got like four, Maybe five that's like, yo, they can get to the finals. I think that's pretty smooth, especially considering the West has just been overtly dominant in that regular season portion of it. Because the West is the only – the West has had all eight teams make the playoffs with 50 wins twice. It's never happened in the East. I think the most 50s that you had in the East may have been four or five. But the balance is starting to become more balanced and I think that's good for the league. Now, with these in-season tournaments that they're doing, I'm still indifferent about it, about how, you know, I suppose it's just basketball to me, you know? Yeah, and but, on a different court. Right, you know. It's just another way to give uh, each player on a team 500 k I, I mean, I'm all for people and it getting has money. talking about it, you know? Like, I ain't going to never hate on the bad getting paid. Because honestly, I hate to say it, man. You know, um... <laughs> Like my in my mind, I'll watch the games, but I'm just not checked in until after Christmas or till Christmas Day. It's just a game to me, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like I don't have okay. If they win this, then they'll be two and one in pool play. Really, I think pool play. I think the Olympics and the AAU tournament. (laughs) You know, it's just maybe it'll catch up at some point, but. And I'm still going to watch because it's basketball. Of course. You know, but it's just the – I didn't mind, like, the, the extras, the court design. I thought that was fly. You know, just – I just didn't – you know, I'm still just kind of indifferent about the whole thing, though. But I'm watching. I'll be watching. By the way, we'll watch Utah and the Grizzlies. They played at night on the other side. But I got to remind you, 
Nobody takes care of you like Scooters Plus. Parts repairs, sales, and service. Plus, they have financing options available. You can head on over to Scooters Plus right now at 3425 Summer Avenue. Bing, bang, boom. Let me tell you a little secret. You go over there, you see UTVs, ATVs. You see e-bikes. You see trikes. You see uh, mopeds, go-karts, scooters. They got everything you need over there. And you can also go online right now and look at all their inventory. And if they don't have what you want, I'm telling you, they'll get it. But the price is always right. It's Scooters Plus. And, again, they have financing options available. You know, Christmas will be right around the corner. If you want, you can go over there, put 25% down, leave it there, lay away, pay on it, and Santa Claus will pick it up on Christmas Eve and drop it off. Scooters Plus open 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday. That's actually 9 to 6 Monday through Saturday and also uh, online all the time. Go online. You can find out before you even walk in the store what kind of financing options and exactly how much money you can borrow. Scooters Plus and ScootersPlus.us. Back in two shakes, NBA Sports 56, 98, 5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour with Johnny Radio. This hour is brought to you by Scooters Plus on Summer Avenue. Here once again is Johnny Radio. Snap back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. Choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back to these ropes. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy Johnny Radio hanging out with Brian Dacus. And, of course, it is Friday. It's not before noon, so we got Jay Ham, the historian, in the house. Don't forget, 12 o'clock, Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports. Put some money in y'all pocket, please. Very simple. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports at noon. We've been talking a little bit of hoops, man. And uh, just want to ask you a question. So are the Nuggets just going to continue to roll? If you can't, they can't see me nodding my head, but I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 championship cachet is what I call it. Like, when you dang. figure this thing out and you know how to go get one, you know how to go get one any night. Yeah, you really do. Now they're on the mood where it's like, okay, continue dominance going through this season. They win one again this season, then we'll probably start to see them kind of dial back, but they still know how. That's the thing about it. And they beat a team the other night that also knows how with Golden State. Yeah. You know? but they, they, they've played such good defense, Clay couldn't even get a shot off. Hey, when I went to see Jokic when they were here a couple of weeks ago, and he didn't even play like he wasn't outstanding, but he was key in, in coming down the stretch. He, he and Jamal Murray, that's why they won that night because – Derrick Rose got us back in it. <laughs> you know, with his play, he got us, you know, rolling back in it in that way. But Jokic makes stuff look so effortless. You know, it's just like this dude is it's legit, man. I had to go yeah, watch him. I had to go see him live. You know, just to get the full effect of it. I'm like, yo, yeah. He didn't even he wasn't leaving that kind of night for him. In fact, he looked like he was a little lethargic. Mm-hmm. But he still was that effective as coming down the stretch. I'm like, yo, that's championship basketball. Yeah, and uh, Grizzly, they're in action tonight against the Jazz. Before I get to them, though, there's some really interesting games tonight. Like, I'm, I'm looking closely at that Clippers-Mavericks game because I'm just curious what I'm going to see. Um, Luka, Kyrie on one side, 
Paul. A lot of star power out there. There's going to be a lot of star power in Dallas tonight. You can't play star bench cut with those dudes on the floor in, in that game right there with the Mavs and the Clippers. Now, I'll tell you, I'm playing everybody. I think it's going to be <laughs> awesome, man. And then you have um, the Lakers, who are 3-5 and five on the season, haven't won a game on the road yet, going to uh, Phoenix. They got to play a Suns team who's also struggling four and four, but only one and two at home. I give you the key word for everything that you just mentioned, including the Grizzlies. Availability. Yep. Anthony Davis ain't available. Um, that hurts. A lot if of the cats, Lakers, a lot the of Suns, cats, they right. don't have. Uh, Our situation here, it's really just a matter of. Our guys are not playing bad. For what we have, for who's out there, when who's you have, there. Right. Uh, when you have Gilliard out there with Santi and David Roddy, and they're playing Jaren hard. Jackson Jr. Like, like, let's be real, man. Like, it's um, they're playing hard. They're playing hard. That's all you can ask for. That's but you can't you expect can them to win for. a bunch of games, right? And then against Suns, they don't have Bradley Beal. See, and they just traded for that big, that mm-hmm. big bag, you know. But it's. Always. You saw what happened in the Bucks without Dame last night. See? Halliburton, by the way, we didn't even mention him. That dude is just cold-blooded. I mean, when he came out of Iowa State, I promise you I didn't think he was going to be this good. I did. I sure as hell did not. I did. I liked what I saw. You know, but man. It was, it's one of these, man, where I stopped making predictions on NBA stuff like five or six years ago. And my general line when it comes to prediction is the healthiest of the best remaining team will win. And that's pretty much what it's been. That's again. That's it's about a va- because we 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 gripe about load management and things of that nature. But it's like, do y'all realize how much basketball these do play just to get here? Mm-hmm. Well, you know the Jazz, by the way, are not much better than the Grizzlies. No offense to the Jazz. I mean, but same thing though. Grizzlies are actually you know favored tonight by five by, and a half. I saw last it was like by four or I'm five like, or damn, something. Man, <laughs> but I forgot who their coach is. I know Danny Ainge is running the show, and Danny Ainge is down to go from the ground up. We've seen him do it, you know, in the big market in Boston. He might not have as much luck in Utah, but he's going to do well there, you know, I think. But just in general, it's just availability. We're going to be fine in the long run. I'm not even worried about this part of the season. Probably not even really worried about the season in general because it's bigger. It's a bigger scope to me. So it's like when we start talking about personnel and rotations and X's and O's, it's like, okay, I ask people, what would you do? Um, Just to put them on spot. I'll tell you, well, here's the one thing I would do. I would, I would stop diving in and, and, and sagging your help. And I would defend the three a little bit better, damn it. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I'm out there, I'm going to be honest with you. They suck at defending the three. Yeah. You know what though? When everybody's they, shooting 40%. To me, they suck defending the three when we were full cast. They did. That's one of the things that <laughs> when, like, when we had it's, Dylan, it's when we had Tyus and Kyle and, and, and Mel. Even when Milt was here, you know, that was like they really not is. It's like we don't get there quick enough. But at the same time, a moving basketball is impossible to guard. Man, tell everybody where they can find you. YouTube dot com forward slash at ninety four feet of life. Ninety four feet of life on group on Facebook. You can join us over there. Join the conversation. We got wild stuff happening all the time. I throw trivia out there for the fellas and, and the ladies as well. We do watch a lot of college basketball. We got a big one tonight. Arizona going to Cameron Indoor to oh, see Duke. I'm oh. looking forward to that one. Man, I'm looking forward to that one as well. You know, so you looking forward to the money line, of course. You know, but <laughs> hey, it, it, that's what brings it all together that's what brings it all together so 
It is what it is, man. It is what it is. But this is uh, for real. You know, I know you're going to be listening because Lee Sterling's next. We're breaking down Memphis and Charlotte, Tennessee, Missouri, Georgia, Ole Miss. And then the NFL, we got San Francisco, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, Tennessee. And then I'll tell you how to get your free play on the other side, Cincinnati versus Houston. Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports is next. Big thanks to Jay Ham. We'll do it again next week, my friend. Shout out to Lee Sterling. He followed me on Twitter. Hit 94 Feet of Story. And they had to plug that, too. Dig <laughs> that. Don't touch that. Dial Sports 56 98 5 FM. I'm just a bad and starts playing.